Hi, this is Justin Hartley, and you're listening to Startville House of L. Welcome to our interview with Smallville's Green Arrow, Justin Hartley. This interview has been produced exclusively for and provided by Startville's House of L podcast at houseoflpodcast.com. All right, welcome to our special weekend interview. I'm Derek, sitting here with Tucker. Yes. And uh, we're here with Justin Hartley. Justin, how are you doing today? Doing real well. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Good. Thanks right. for joining us today. Oh, you bet. You bet. This is fun. Well, we just have some questions we want to throw at you real quick. You've uh, sure. been a big part of Smallville this year and yeah. added to the comic book mythos a whole lot, so there's some stuff we want to throw out at you. Okay, sounds good, man. I hope I can answer your question. I'm sure you can. They're not hard. <laughs> uh, there's some light algebra later on. In the interview. Yeah, you, you want my brain to explode? It's the weekend. Come on. <laughs> well, can you tell us uh, how kind of how getting the role of Arthur Curry led to you playing uh, Oliver Queen on Smallville? Yeah, um, that's a good question. I think it directly led to it. Um, you know, the, the it's it's well known within the, I guess within the. Uh, the Smallville uh, circle that the the two gentlemen that um, they created Smallville also created the Aquaman pilot. Um, but I guess maybe some people outside that circle wouldn't know that. So basically, the two um, Al Goff and Miles Miller, the gentlemen that created Smallville, they they wanted to do this uh, this pilot. Pilot got greenlit and uh, called Aquaman, and they cast me for the lead. And um, the pilot didn't get picked up by the network, uh, which you know happens sometimes. And um, um, I think my they were there pretty much every day. We filmed it in Miami, and they were I'm not pretty much every day. They were they were there every day, and uh, you know it was really great. I, I thought for a minute I thought, oh, oh I'm going to have you know producers breathing down my neck. And what it actually turned out to be was uh, was um, you know just two I think really great guys hanging around with great ideas and just kind of you know being there watching their work get done. And uh, it was it was great having them around, which. You know, it doesn't doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes you you feel a little bit you know constricted when you have um, you know producers kind of right there. But these guys are great. And uh, anyway, uh, we shot that pilot, and um, a couple months later, I guess I got a phone call that they wanted me to do this um, this um, this episode, this several episode arc on Smallville. So um, you know, I, I figured it's great. I got a chance to work with these guys again, and uh, on a successful show, a show that's already airing, and um, you know, couldn't pass that up. I was in the middle of. Uh, it's an interesting story. I was in the middle of, of another negotiating another deal um, for another show, which would kind of take me overseas. And uh, they called kind of last minute. And it, was, it was kind of a saving grace. It was great to be on a, a show like Smallville and, and have to end up not going too far away from home. So I think it kind of directly, that's a long answer, isn't it? But I think it, it directly, <laughs> you know, was a direct kind of, um, um, I think, it, you know, I, I got the role on Smallville directly from, uh, the Aquaman pilot, I believe. Well, um, you know, it it is a very big shame that Aquaman didn't get picked up because Derek and I loved it. Well, thanks, man. All thanks. the fans yeah. love it, and it's so great that uh, Warner Brothers and the CW were able to release it via iTunes to let everybody see it legally. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I mean, I I, uh, I think that you know because it got. I mean, that pilot got so much so much press before it ever you know made it to the to, to network television and. Um, and uh, it was my first pilot season. I'd been on a I'd been on a, a series a show for three years, and I you know I, I got really lucky. I got on a show right when I got to LA. So 
being on a show, you don't have a chance to go out for pilot season because you're on a show, you're unavailable. So I got off that show and and uh, it was my first pilot season, and I didn't. I, I guess I didn't realize the the um, the amount of press that I was getting from this Aquaman pilot because I just thought that's kind of standard. I guess that's what happens when you get a pilot. And then I started to realize that you know all these pilots don't really get that, that amount of press until they go to network. And then even when they go to network or when they get picked up, uh, sometimes they don't get that much press. So we were, we were really lucky in that regard. And, um, and uh, you know, the fact that, that it was out there and everyone kind of knew that we were doing this pilot. Um, and then, you know, I, I just, I'm so grateful that it was on iTunes because I think it would have been a shame to all the people that were looking forward to it to never get to see it. Um, you know, it's a shame it didn't go to network but it, or it didn't get picked up, but at least, you know, people got to see what we did, which I think is kind of cool. Well, uh, could you see yourself doing that, like playing Aquaman and doing all the digital effects and stuff week to week? Yeah, yeah, I could. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't have signed on for it if I didn't think I could do it. Um, I knew I could do it. And um, and also, you know, I thought it would be fun, and, and it was fun. I got to work with, you know, who else I got to work with on that? Greg Beeman directed the pilot, and, you know, he's over at Heroes right now. Right, yeah. That guy knows what he's doing. I mean, the guy's just, uh, I mean, he's, he's, uh, He's a he's a kooky dude, but he but he's I mean he's a lot of fun to be around. Really brilliant, brilliant guy, and um, um, I mean I can't every time I talk about Greg Beeman, a smile comes across my face. I'm really fond of the guy, but uh, but he's you know I mean I got to work with him. I got to work with Ving Rhames. I got to work with Lou Diamond Phillips. I got to work with Alan Miles. I mean I got to play a superhero. It was, it was a great experience all around. So. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew that it was a lot of water work, and I knew it was going to be physically taxing. But, um, you know, I, I wouldn't have signed on for it if I didn't think I could do it, if I didn't want to do it. Oh, well, that's great. Well, how was working with uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, by the way? That was great, man. We had a good time. He, um, You know, oddly enough, I, I saw him yesterday for the first time since the pilot, I think. Yeah. Or I might have seen him one time after that, but but I saw him yesterday for the first time in a long time. I just saw him randomly on a on on a lot on a on a um, studio lot, and uh, just kind of I, I saw him and I was like, hey, and he's like, son, what's up? And and uh, he he's a really I mean he was a lot of fun to be around. Always smiling and seemed happy all the time, and you know just kind of um, also humble, you know, which is kind of cool because I mean he's had you know this long long career. Um, you know, and he's still out there, so sometimes that can get to your head, I guess, you know what I mean? Sure. Well, um, we gotta ask, you know, mm-hmm. you know, being on Smallville and having just about every magazine, every TV show uh, that covers news and entertainment news, you know, your character on Smallville, the Green Arrow, has been just this giant breakout thing, man, and, you know, let me. would you rather have had uh, the Aquaman pilot take off, or would you be more interested in taking uh, the Green Arrow on a week-to-week basis? You mean if I had, if, if, you mean if like, um, if, if God, if I realized that God was my father and he was going to grant me whatever I wanted? <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, that's a tough call. You know, I, I don't know because I, I have, I have kind of, um, oh, you know, I had such a great time on the Aquaman pilot, but I have this kind of, um, I, I mean, I, I was able to, to, uh, play the Oliver Queen character, the Green Arrow character of, uh, over a longer period of time, and and the story uh, had a definite arc to it, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know which one. I mean, they were both a lot of fun, and uh, and um, 
God, that's a tough call. I got to know the cast of Smallville a little bit, a little bit uh, better, just because I was around them more. But uh, that's a tough call. I don't know. I I like both of them. I had fun. I don't like one more than the other. I don't think. But you're one it's of. Like, it's, it's like I talk about it like they're my children or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to play favorites. <laughs> you're one of the few actors, probably of all time, that will ever get to say they've played two major superheroes. Yeah, and you know what? Because you know that I, I, that'll I, never happen again. <laughs> I, I I hope not because uh, I you know what I should do is call Guinness or something and uh, see if they want to throw me in that book. <laughs> but uh, um, what I'm thinking about doing is creating another superhero and playing like in a, like maybe a low budget film and playing him. Just so I'll have three. So just in case someone comes up and plays a second one, I'll have three. Well, see now you need to go to Marvel. You've, you've got DC. You've got all the DC comics labeled. Yeah. So now you head over to Marvel and do something. <laughs> Be the live action. Like, hey, listen, man. this is my thing. All right, what do you guys got? <laughs> well, what was it like coming on uh, Smallville? You know, just this huge guest star, the biggest thing this season, and coming into a show that's in the middle of its sixth year. I mean, did you were you comfortable coming into that? Or yeah, yeah, no, I was. I, I mean, um, sometimes I guess you, you would think that you know, being the new kid on the block or whatever is not not that easy, but. Uh, you know, I went in with an open mind, and, and, and the approach that they take on their show, meaning the actors and, and all, um, they're just like a, it, it's so, you know, if you didn't know anything about Smallville, and you were blind, and you didn't realize how good looking they all are, you would never know they were actors. I mean, they, they, they just, they're, um, you never know they were celebrities on a, telev- on a hit television show. They're, they're all kind of, you know, down to earth, and they're into their families, or, you know, and, um. You know, just you know, people that you would meet every day. They're not boring at all. I'm not trying to say that, but they're uh, they're just regular, you know, people that happen to be on this really successful television show, and they they they're just they haven't lost themselves. It doesn't seem like they have anyway. Um, so it was it was really great, you know, being around them. Did you had had you been watching Smallville, or did you have to go back and like brush up a little bit uh, when Alan Miles? I have, I had seen I had I have seen Smallville Smallville before and to be honest with you I I saw a bunch of the Smallville episodes before uh, or right when I got cast for Aquaman I I watched a lot of the Smallville shows because I knew it was going to be you know um, kind of a a little bit similar to that or at least if, if if not similar shot the same way you know I knew they had a formula that worked um, and then when I and then when I got this uh, this job on Smallville I even watched uh, I watched more of them so. Uh, I, I I can't say that I've been watching it for five years, but I but I've watched over the past year. I've watched uh, quite a few of them. So. Yeah. But do you wish uh, you'd gotten to grow the goatee? Any? <laughs> no, I'm kind of glad I didn't because my you know I have one of those like my face is so long. I mean I don't know how long a regular person's face is, but my face I have a really long face. So uh, I mean it almost looks like a horse. And I think the pointy goatee would almost make it look a little bit longer, even. So, uh, and I've got this. I got the Jay Leno chin working, you know. So, I, I think you know it was probably a good idea that I didn't put the goatee on. I don't know. Yeah, plus, uh, the Green Arrow's goatee is really long in and of itself, so it would have been like just this. Yeah, I mean, it's not very practical. You know, that'd get in the way of the sparring and stuff. I would think, you know. Right. Well, um, who is who'd you get along with most on the set? Um. Man, I don't, you know, I don't know, who did I get along with the most? Let's see, uh, I got along with, I got along with everybody. I, I mean, I, I guess I worked with, uh, I worked with Michael quite a bit and with Tom quite a bit. They're, they're totally different guys. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because you, you know, you see, Michael's a very talented actor and, you know, if, if you get to know, if you ever got to know him, you'd realize just how talented he is because he's, he's like the antithesis of Lex Luthor. He's nothing like him at all. Zero. 
and uh, yet he gets on there and, and he does his thing. He's complete opposite. I mean, the guy's a total goofball. He's he's uh, he just likes to have a good time. He's always joking around. Really funny guy, um, but also sincere, you know, and, and like a really nice guy too. So, uh, and then you know, Tom is. Um, I don't know if he would like me saying this. He's a lot more like his character than he than he may want you to believe because he's he's kind of got that natural leader thing going on. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So, he, and which is kind of what his character is all about. So, or, or I would say, you know, the ultimate destiny of his character is all about. So, he's kind of got that whole leadership thing. And um, I actually got a chance to get to be directed by him. I was in an episode that he directed, and I I went in with a kind of, uh, to be honest with you, I was kind of a little skeptical. I was like, okay, I don't know how this is going to go, but um, he's really good at it, man. He's really good. He, he knows how to talk to actors. He's uh, he knows what shots he wants. He's real specific. Uh, there's not a lot of wasted time. He gets it done. He's, he's good at what he does. So he's good at directing, you know, or at least that episode of Smallville, I felt he was really good. He really knew what he was doing. So, uh, And then, you know, I got along with Erica Great. She's, um, she's, she's into her family, too, and she's got, you know, her, her whole separate life going on. So that's kind of cool to work with someone who's not, you know, into themselves all the time and stuff. So she's, she's a rarity. But, yeah, I got along with everybody. Well, you, like uh, the scenes you were in, a lot of times you didn't have – like I know with John Glover, you I think you only had like one or two scenes. Yeah, unfortunately, arc. I did only have one with him. I've been a big fan of his for a long time, and and um, you know, I just I, I mean, he's an incredible he uh, talent, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, I only had one one scene with him. And, and, uh, and but you know, I mean, I, I can I can say I did a scene with John Glover, so I'm happy. You know, <laughs> not a lot of people can say that. I can't. And you weren't <laughs> you weren't in a whole lot with uh, Kristen either. What was it like being around? Because you were around the guys a whole lot more, you know, except for yeah. Erica. But what was it like being around Annette and uh, Allison and in, in scenes that you were with Chloe and stuff, especially well, Justice? Yeah, Allison's fun. She's uh, she's uh, she's kind. Of, she's got you know the spunkiness to her, and she's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, you know, and that's really cool too. She's another. She's another one that you just you know. You, I wish I had you know a chance to work with her more because she's, you know, she's such a joy to be around, and she's so good at what she does. She's a good actress. So, um, you know, working with good people just makes you look, makes your work better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So It's in a selfish way. It's 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 good to work with them, but also just there's so much you can learn by um, by being around, like physically being around those people. Who have been in the business for a long time and who who have have um, you know time and time and time again displayed you know great work. Uh, there's so much more you can learn from being around them than you can from watching them, even uh, you know on the TV. I think just to see how they go about it, like behind the scenes stuff you don't see when you're watching the television show. You just see the the finished product and the great work. You don't see um, you know the process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're bragging on all your other actors. I got to tell you, uh, we had Stephen Knight on the show last weekend. And he's a big fan of yours. Oh, good man! And I talked to him last night, and he wanted me to read this to you. He told me to, okay. qu- to quote him on this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna spit this out at you. Should so, I sit down, or should I get ready to tear up? I, yes, completely. Or is it one of these things where he's like, <laughs> Justin Hartley is a complete jerk? No, I'm kidding. No, it's good stuff. It says uh, right. he says Justin's an absolute dream to work with. He said the shoot for Justice was grueling, both emotionally and physically. I think he means especially for him being sick, but. Uh, but Justin always gave it 200%, and it shows in every second that he's on screen. He said he, that you're on the top of his list of actors that he'd love to work with again, and he wants to know where the hell your new pilot is and why, wow. why the CW hasn't called you yet. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, no, that's – yeah, that is a compliment. That's great. And uh, 
that, that's actually really good news. I'm going to write that in my planner because Stephen, Stephen tonight's, you know, really talented, and I'm sure he's going to catch on somewhere. And when he does, I'm going to take him up on that offer. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> new hit show, dude. Remember when you said this? You got it on. I'll take you up on it. Put me on your show. We, we got you on recording. Yeah, we got so. you on tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's documented. You know, look it up. We got it somewhere. <laughs> well, um, That's very I, nice I know you haven't said you aren't involved with these uh, these Oliver Queen Chronicles they're doing. Have you seen any of these things they're doing with the Sprint phone? Or no, I'll take a look at those when I see a check. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there you um, go. I, no, I I uh, I haven't seen uh, the only thing that I've seen is is uh, the. Um, which one called the the promos that they do during the show? Yeah, and um, and it was so funny because I was sitting there. You know, while you're working on a show like that, you really don't have time to watch it because usually, you know, Thursday Thursday night at seven o'clock or eight o'clock, depending on where you're at, is what time it's on. And and uh, you're working, you're working on the show, so you can't watch it. Yeah. So you have to watch it like on a DVD later on or something. There's something really cool about watching it, watching um, the show with the commercials, just like everybody else has to watch it. You know, and um, and so the first time, the first time I saw that Oliver Queen Chronicles, you know, Legends of Small, is that what it is? Legends of Small. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. And my wife goes, my wife Lindsay goes, what is that? Did you? And I said, I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and um, then I have people calling me. You know, my agents call me. He's like, Justin, did you do something and not tell me about it? <laughs> right, because he's looking for a check or something. <laughs> Where's my ten percent? Yeah, and I said, oh, I go, yeah, no, I, I got like, I got twenty-eight million for that, and I forgot to mention it. Yeah, no, but I, I have, <laughs> I have no idea what that's all about. But it's cool though that they, that they, um, that they're running with this thing, don't you think? I mean, that's kind of, oh, a, kind of flattering to the writers and everything, the creators and stuff, knowing that they did something right. Well, I'm glad they're keeping the character around because, from our sake, I think you got a big send-off in justice, and I, I, you, they. Not to use a pun, but they did the character justice at the end of the episode because yeah. I mean they set it up great for you to return later should that yeah. happen. And but I think it's great that in between this time period they're going to still keep the character around in some way or that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's cool, and it's it's uh, you know again it's a testament to the the the, the people who write the story um, and the people who you know sit in those long grueling meetings trying to figure out things that seem to be tedious at the time and then. You realize down the road that you know all those meetings make sense, and uh, you know it's amazing how you, you know you're you're afforded very little um, screw up uh, <laughs> space, Wiggle if room. you will. Uh, you, you, I mean, you can't just wing some of this stuff. All these meetings that these people keep, you, they really are important. They talk about stuff that really needs to be talked about. And it, like I said at the time, you're just like, my God, what is? Who cares? <laughs> and, like about that, honestly, does it matter if the if the if the sh- if the shoes are brown or black or whatever? But all that stuff does matter because you know when do you when do you when do you say well okay if that doesn't matter then this doesn't matter okay now this doesn't matter and when do you draw the line you know they're just so um, they're just so they've got a really polished machine working very well over there they really know what they're doing a lot of a lot of good brains in the room. Well, uh, what was your favorite episode of the ones that you worked on? Um, man, I have, you know, I have different, uh, I check changes every day. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I liked, I liked Rage a lot because I, I thought that was fun for me to, to play someone that got broken down like that and then had to build himself back up and kind of play the, kind of the underdog the, and the, the, also the humility of that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I love Justice. It's so, it fun working with those guys and, and there was a lot of, you know, guys around and just, it's like hanging out with the guys I and mean, that's fun, right? Um, I liked Reunion. I thought that was great. I got to work with Michael a lot. Um, 
and it, it told the backstory. Kind of, you know, gave this guy a little bit of a little bit of a backstory, a little bit of a reason. It gave, it gave the viewer a reason as to uh, or an answer to why this guy was doing all this stuff. Um, yeah, I, man, I liked the, I liked them all. I think I don't think there was one particular episode that I that I didn't like. I'm, and I don't know if I even have a favorite. Justice was a lot of fun, though. Justice was fun. It was fun to work on. Uh, can you tell us a funny story that happened on the set, maybe on Justice? A funny story about Justice? Yeah. Other than, uh, other than the smell at the reclamation plant. Yeah, right. That play, I, yeah. Oh, my God. That was terrible. It, well, the funniest thing was is, you know, Steve, not the funniest thing, but <laughs> actually kind of unfortunate. Steven was um, kind of, I guess, uh, getting over or getting a small cold at the beginning of this thing, right? And it seemed like it was kind of going away. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be fine. It kept progressively getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And it got to the point where he could barely talk. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't hear him. You couldn't hear action. You couldn't hear anything. Because down there in the, in the, in the essentially sewer, that's where we were, right? Um, there's all these noises and steam and pipes and all this kind of crazy stuff before you get there. And then Smallville effects team like, adds all this other stuff that makes noise. So you couldn't hear the guy, like, screaming at you, and you're just, like, standing there looking like a jackass in your leather costume waiting, <laughs> and nothing's happening, and you're wondering what's going on. And, but that, that was pretty um, – and then, you know, what's really funny is he kept getting worse, but the weather kept getting worse also, and, we had, and then we had to go outside. So just when he started to get maybe a little bit better, and now we had to go outside at 3 in the morning and shoot in, like, really cold winter weather. <sighs> so He told us I he had, had this, to... I, I, I have this one scene where I'm, like, um, I'm walking in my, my uh, costume, and I thought to myself, wow, you know, I actually looks like I buffed up a little bit. And then I remembered it wasn't, it wasn't me. It was, like, all the heat packs that I had lined in my vest and everything that were, like, bulging out of the, uh, out of the costume. So, but it made me feel good for a second when I forgot that I, I was lined in heat packs. <laughs> He said it got to the point where he was having to use a megaphone just to say action or cut or anything. Beyond. I think I think that it was an excuse to use the megaphone. That's my, <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's and I'm I'm sticking with my story. I think he just I saw him eyeing that thing for weeks, and I think that he maybe purposely got sick so he could scream at us through a megaphone. You show up with like a beret and a red bandana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's boss now? Yeah. He, so, yeah. he should have had his own costume. Exactly. Did you get to keep? The costume, the crossbow, anything? No, I think it costs too much. I, I, I don't know if I should even be saying this or not. I probably shouldn't, but... Oh, well. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm going to say? I think the costume was like seven grand or ten grand or something for each one or something like that. Right? So I don't think they're, they're not going to just, like, you know, hand those out. Well, I mean, who else is going to wear them? I mean... Hopefully they're saving one in the closet for you here in the next few episodes. That's what I'm yeah, yeah, no, I think that's the plan. I, yeah, I don't know who else would wear it. They did put, uh, they did put, um, here's kind of a funny story, and it's kind of, it's a little humiliating also. Um, oh. So they, they take these suits and they, they, they made them custom, they custom fit you, right? And uh, so my suit, pretty much anybody else could put it on, it wouldn't fit them. It's like literally every single inch of the thing, it's like sewn to your body, right? Only you can wear it, and, you know, fill it out, whatever. So, Tom, we've had this one episode where Tom's got to wear the, the costume. He's supposed to dress up like the Green Arrow and wear the costume. Well, he's obviously not fitting into mine. He's, he's, he's like, a lot bigger than me. So, uh, they, they also made a costume that was fit for me, but it was, like, twice as big in case I needed to put on pads. It's for full body pads. So, if I put on full body pads and put this costume on, it would fit me. Tom, like, slid into the thing. He's like, yeah, it's pretty comfortable. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, it made me feel real good. I was like, great. 
You know, I, I had this whole, like, I thought I was, like, you know, turn into a man kind of thing. And now Tom, like, slides into the, this costume that would, like, you know, I need a belt to keep it on. So, whatever. <laughs> Tom's like, can we let this out a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, he's a little snug, I, you know. But, but, but uh, you know, it's all right. He's, he's a big dude. I was surprised when I first met him. I didn't realize he was that big. He's a, he's a, he's a big man. He's a tall he's like, guy. He's like 6'4", isn't he, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's bigger than me, and he's, I mean, he's like, you know, He's he's like a lot beefier than me too. Like you know, his arms are probably twice as big as mine. So well, I make him work out because he he has to look bigger each year because yeah. Superman gets stronger every year. I guess so. Yeah. So. Well, I've heard you uh, talk about the season six DVD and possibly you lending your voice uh, for commentaries. Do you know which episodes you'll be talking on? Or I don't. You know, I, I don't. The only thing they've done so far is is uh, they pulled me aside a few times and I had like a few sessions where I was doing interviews and stuff, but. Um, I haven't been approached to do commentary yet on on any of the episodes. I don't know if I will or not um, be approached, but um, I'd like. I mean, I think that would be fun to do. I've never done something like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, you know, get to watch the show and yeah, get to watch the show and kind of yeah. kind of comment on it and yeah, just like kind of say whatever you whatever you want. I guess it's like that's, free. Uh, that, that's kind of. I always like that when I watch uh, when I watch movies and you, you hear the commentary. It's fun to kind of hear the behind the scenes story, and, and um, it's also kind of neat. Like when you're watching Ocean's Twelve or whatever. You hear these guys like bring up stories that they they forgot about until that moment, and it was like by watching the movie, it reminded them of something funny that happened. So it might be kind of fun to go back and watch them and, and be reminded of things that happened. They probably give you free food too, <laughs> and yeah, and their craft service table is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I get some free food in there. Well, um, spoilers are kind of leading towards the possibility that you might return and help Clark with uh, thirty three point one. That you know Oliver may return to help Clark with thirty three point one. Is there any? Truth to that, have you heard anything at this point? Yeah, I mean, I think it's—I I think it's definitely a possibility, and um, um, that would be great. It just—you know—it's this town is so uh, interesting because you—it's—I mean, I don't know—I don't know what's going to happen availability-wise. I would love to go do it, but um, you know, at the same time, I mean, I—you I, know—I love Smallville, and I, and I would love to go do it, and I'd—you know—be honored to do it. But at the same time, you can't. You can't say no to a you know a different show. If someone wants to give you another show, you can't say no to that. So, and there's only so much time. So, I guess it would depend on you know. First of all, if they want me to come back, and secondly, if I'm available and all that kind of stuff. So, we'll see where we'll see what happens. You know, you just kind of you know wake up every day and wonder what's going to go on. So that's part of the beauty of it, right? Right. Well, speaking of in the future, what do you got on the horizon, man? Um, well, I did. Uh, I, I did a, uh, a Warner Brothers film called Spring Breakdown. It's coming out in April. And I always hesitate to, to say anything about it, because um, not because I don't like the movie, because I think the movie's great, but I, I haven't seen the final cut, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how much they're going to keep me in there and how much they're not going to keep me in there. So I always hesitate to say, yeah, I'm in this, I've got this great part in this new Warner Brothers. And then, you know, you watch it, and it's like, oh, now I look like a jerk. You know, I'm, I'm in, like, one scene. But you never know what's going to happen. So, um but regardless of, of, of my time in the movie, I think it's worth seeing if you, I mean, I think it comes out in April. It's called Spring Breakdown. It's got um, uh, Parker Posey, Amy Fuller, Rachel Drash, Will Arnett's in it. Uh, so it should be kind of, you know, it should be pretty funny. Those are pretty funny people. Yeah. Um, and then I did a, I, I did this uh, small, it was really fun, small little role in an in a independent film called L.A. Blues. It should be coming out soon. And uh, that was just a blast. I just did a really quick um cameo i just played like a uh, a young celebrity that's kind of a, a jerk you know what i mean it's kind of a funny it was a, just a funny scene that i did i thought it was pretty you know funny it was written well and i went in there and just kind of chewed up the scenery and 
left. <laughs> All right. So that's what I got on the horizon. And I, I guess I did just finish an episode of CSI New York, so just little things here and there, and, you know, we're in the middle of pilot season, so I'm just like every other actor. I just go out there and, you know, try to get something, so. Just reach for it. Just reach for it, yep. Yeah. Well, Justin, we appreciate you being on the show today and taking your time out to talk with us. Hey, uh, guys, well, thank you very much. It was fun. We'll stick around and talk to you for a second, but uh, but we really do appreciate it. We had fun. Absolutely. So uh, we hope to talk to you again real soon. Maybe after, right, great. Maybe after you make a return to Smallville. There you go. There yeah. you go. It's a deal. Thanks, Justin. Thank you.